everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today we're going to talk about the value of asking questions and embracing our doubt instead of stuffing it down like the Yetis did in Smallfoot. A couple of weekends ago, we had a family movie night with my kids, and we watched the animated movie Smallfoot. Now, I didn't expect to be, like, triggered by an animated film, but it totally was. If you haven't seen Smallfoot, let me kind of explain the premise of this movie. So there's a bunch of yetis that live on this mountain, and they are told that the mountain is on the backs of these giant mammoths, and that they were um they're just living up there kind of there's nothing else except for them and there's no such thing as small feet which are humans and um anyway so long story short they discover a small foot and it kind of just throws their whole worldview into this mess and there's this guy that's the stone keeper and he keeps all the stones where all the rules are basically and all these stones one of the stones says there's no such thing as small feet but now there is a small foot and Basically, they find out that the whole thing is totally fake. They're not really living on this mountain, floating on a sea of clouds, supported on the backs of mammoths, that it's this thing they've created to try to keep the Yeti safe. So anyway, crazy movie, pretty funny, good music. Um, Yeah. So I'm watching this movie and I am like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is bringing back memories from the days in my cultic group of Christianity because just the rejection of questions they were told like whenever you have a question just push it down just push that question down and accept the stones because the stones are truth and there was a lot of that going on when I was growing up and it was questions that ultimately led me out of this understanding of rules and God and everything and made me realize that the God that they talked about wasn't really the God that I was growing to know through my own prayer time in scripture reading and yeah so, pretty funny stuff. But as I'm listening to this, watching the show, being triggered, it reminded me so much of just culture within Christianity sometimes. Not even just cultic Christianity, just within conservative Christianity or even progressive Christianity. It's the idea of like, these are the truths, don't question them. And it's almost this fear involved that if we question, it's all going to fall apart. And I mean, obviously, that's what happened. The Yetis questioned and they realized that everything that they believed was a bunch of lies. And here's the real truth. And I think there's this fear sometimes within Christianity that if we question this, it will all fall apart and we will discover that it's not really true, which sometimes happens for people. I mean, you look at a lot of these well-known Christians who have walked away from the faith recently and they'll point to questions and they'll say that I had these questions that just didn't line up and now I don't believe in Christianity anymore. And so there's this fear that that will happen. I don't think it's going to happen if we're really seeking. And so I want to talk today about just the value of questions and learning to embrace our questions and embrace our doubt and how to just move into this place of questioning well. There are a lot of people out there right now who are struggling with their faith based on just a lot of stuff that's come out 
We've got books that are revealing junk that's been happening within the conservative Christian community for years. I just recently listened to Jesus and John Wayne by Kristen Cobes Dumez, and that's kind of like blowing up a lot of just the stuff that's been going on within Christianity, conservative Christianity, evangelical Christianity for the last, gosh, almost 100 years probably since like the 50s. So I guess not really 100, 70 years. Just stuff like that. We've got um, truth coming out about Rafi Zacharias. We've got other pastors who have been caught in affairs or embezzling or all kinds of junk. We've got people who are coming forward and saying this work community is abusive. It's not safe. Um, they're just, it's just a lot. And so I know that there are a lot of people out there right now who are just feeling like the ground is shaky and they're not really sure where to go from here. And as somebody who's been through this, because everything I thought I knew wasn't really true, and who has spent the last 20 years trying to deconstruct and reconstruct my faith, I just want to say that questions are good. Doubt is good. Because there's a lot of garbage out there. Paul talked about how in the end times, there's going to be all these false teachers. And there's always been false teachers and false prophets. Always. Always. And there's a lot of them out there right now. And there's a lot of things that are being exposed right now. And so many of us are sitting here like, wow, whoa, is anything I really believed actually real? It's a scary place to be. It's a scary place to have to confront those doubts and questions and really dig into them. It's easy to just want to just push it down like the Yetis do and just move on and just ignore them. But in the place of doubt and questions in my own personal life is where I have grown. Every time I felt like my faith fell apart and I didn't even know what I believed anymore is when I have discovered more and more of the real Jesus. God is who he is, whether we believe it or not. And that's the great paradox of God that I mentioned a few weeks ago. We can't create him with our beliefs and we can't make him less with our beliefs. Like he is who he is. And we get to discover him and find out who he really is. And unfortunately, there is a lot of junk that has been taught as truth that I don't think is really truth about God, about what he wants from us, about people, just a lot. And I mentioned two weeks ago about just the culture we've created, this celebrity Christian culture that's not healthy. And so I want to just encourage you guys, maybe you're listening for the first time, maybe you've been here with me for the last couple of years, but these questions and these doubts that you feel, embrace them. There is not danger in questions and doubts unless you choose to have that doubt as your identity and you're like, nope, I'm just going to stick here in doubt. I don't actually want answers. I just want to be this doubtful person. And you're stubborn about that. That's, that's dangerous because you're not going to find anything at that point in time. However, if you're willing to seek, if you're willing to search, if you're actually looking for truth, you will find it. Jesus wants to be found. And I believe with all of my heart that there is a very real God out there who wants to be found. He's given us scripture to find him as we look through it for ourselves in context, using the overarching themes as we read these books as they were intended to be read, not as where people use them to abuse you without throwing things out because we don't understand. We really just dig in and search and try to figure out what did they mean back then? What is this actually talking about? God reveals himself in nature. I mean, oh my goodness. 
I feel like this last year, even though it's been crazy with COVID and everything else, there have been such beautiful sunrises and sunsets. And I have just seen God in nature everywhere, just his grace, just his constant grace everywhere, just loving us and saying, yes, the world is crazy, but I'm here. I haven't gone anywhere. I'm not done. And so I just want to encourage you guys. God is big enough to handle these questions of yours. He is big enough and real enough to give you answers. And sometimes we find real answers. We can look through apologetics and we can find these amazing real answers and say, no, this is solid. I get this. This is totally 100%. I can know this for certain. And sometimes we find questions, more questions. We ask questions, we just come up with more questions. And we find paradoxes and we find truth and tension that we have to hold. But either way, it's okay. And I just want to encourage people to question right now because there is so much that needs to be questioned. There's so much that needs to be rethought within evangelical Christianity, conservative Christianity. But as I've said before, we're not going to find truth based on our own human reasoning, based on our own understanding of things, because the God who created us is so much bigger than us. And so there are going to be things that we have to sit there and be like, I don't understand how this can be. And yet it seems to be true. And that's the beauty of paradox and mystery. And the fact that we are not the creator, we're just the creation. I've had multiple seasons in my life where I doubted everything. Where I wanted to just run away from everything that I believed. Where I just wondered if any of it was true. And guys, every time as I've sought and I've looked and I've prayed, the real God has revealed himself to me even more. And so I know that he's real. Without a shadow of a doubt. I can't remember if I told you guys a story before, but back when I was kind of out of the cult, let's define it by what I wore. Like I wore snow pants at the ski hill, but then when I came into the house, I would put a dress on. So it was like kind of in between there. I wasn't wearing culottes on the ski hill anymore, but I was still wearing a dress when I got inside. So that's where I was at, probably around 20 So kind of on the fringe, almost edge of just jumping out and being done with everything, but definitely with a lot of doubts and questions. And this friend of our family invited me, I think my brother, to go skiing with them up northern Michigan. They had rented this condo and we're going to go spend the weekend up there with a bunch of other young people from our church and some of their relatives and some of their relatives' friends. So there's this caravan of cars going up and they picked me up and I can't remember who was driving, but I got in the back seat of this car with this boy that I'd never met before. He was in college, probably about my age, a little older. And he's like, hi, I'm Drew. I'm a philosophy major. And I was like, fantastic. I can make you think that God's not real. He literally said that to me. It was like within five minutes of the car car ride. Like, I can convince you that God's not real. And I remember looking at him being like, um, no, you can't. And he goes, well, why? Yes, I can. And I was like, no, you can't. And yes, I can. No, you can't. Like, it was awkward. The whole thing was awkward. He's like, why? Why can't I? And I just was like, because I know him. And at that point in time, did I know the same God that I know right now? Not in the fullness of who, who he was, but I, I had a great big grasp of who he was. I knew he loved me. I knew he was real. I knew he wanted a relationship with me. Did I have everything figured out? Did I explain salvation to you? Did I still think there was behaviors involved? Yeah, but you know what? I knew God. And so I told you that. I was like, because I know him. And I remember him looking at me and just kind of scratching his head. And he was expecting like, you know, intellectual arguments. And he was like, oh, 
I don't think I ever heard that one before. And then we ended up having this great conversation as we're driving up to northern Michigan to go skiing. Guys, God is real. I don't think he reveals himself to everybody exactly the same way. I realize that I'm an Enneagram 4 and I'm very emotional and I'm very connected to that side of my being. And so I feel like I have a very emotional relationship with God that not everyone's going to have. That's okay. But he is real and he will reveal himself to you in the way that you need to know. He can answer your questions. He can handle your doubt. He is not offended. He is not disappointed. He is happy, happy to have those conversations with you, happy to help you to dig in and find out who he really is. And guys, there's so much junk that you can get rid of when you start to dig. And I want you to be free. I want you to be full of life, like we talked about last time. I want you to experience that oneness with God and with yourself and with others. And that will come as you let go of this junk that you thought was there, that you thought was truth. And so it's good. It's good to question. It's good to search. It's good to doubt. Walk into that. Embrace it. I know it can be uncomfortable and difficult. Maybe you don't like the way that feels. You don't like those emotions, but they are, they're good. And it's going to bring good fruit as you just step into that doubt. Step into those questions. Do research. Dig. Look into scripture. Talk to Jesus about it. And let him show you who he really is. He's big enough to handle it. Don't be ashamed. Don't feel condemnation. Embrace it and move into it. And until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.